Well, many of you have likely heard about the um, a Tribe Works event that is happening this coming Tuesday, happening November the 13th on Staten Island, a hub for business growth, networking, and funding. Tribe Works has captured the attention of entrepreneurs and startups from across the Jewish world, launched by a coalition of leading Jewish nonprofits. Tribe Works is the first ever collaborative effort to connect Jewish entrepreneurs with the services, strategy, and guidance they need for their emerging businesses to survive and thrive in the modern market. It's eight hours this coming Tuesday at the Hilton Garden in Staten Island, New York. You can go to tribeworks.org for information, tribeworks.org. There are joint sessions. The keynote is being uh, delivered by Howard Jonas, who will be interviewed by Laser Cornwasser. And if you go to the web, you will see uh, the lunch keynote, by the way, our good friend, the Dr. Noam Wasserman, USC and Harvard, and a best-selling author. If you go to the web um, and, and go to that site, tribeworks.org, and click on the event schedule, you will see a very, very impressive, voluminous list of names of those who will be presenting on Tuesday. With us live via telephone is Ben Wiener. Ben Wiener is managing partner at Jump Speed Ventures. He is presenting at the TribeWorks One Day Business Accelerator on the 13th of November uh, that we mentioned is this Tuesday on Staten Island. Ben Wiener, welcome to JM in the AM. Thanks a lot for having me, Nachum. I appreciate it. Good to be back. I thank you very much. Yes, welcome back. Uh, first, remind us what Jump Speed Ventures is, please. So Jump Speed Ventures is, a, is an early-stage venture capital fund based in Jerusalem, uh, which invests exclusively in early-stage startups that originate, that start their lives in the Jerusalem-Israel startup ecosystem, which is going through a bit of a renaissance over the last couple of years. And I established a fund about five years ago to sort of tap into that new group of startups that we're developing here in Jerusalem. Are you constantly being bombarded by impressive startups? I'm constantly being bombarded by startups. Uh, <laughs> Only some of which are impressive, huh? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I have tremendous respect for the entrepreneurial journey, which is sort of why I'm speaking at this event. Uh, I think every entrepreneur should be you know, encouraged to pursue their dream. Uh, as an investor, obviously, I can only, man, you know, managing other people's money, I can only invest in a few of the hundreds of things that I see every year. Uh, some investors see thousands of things a year and can only invest in a few. So, unfortunately, we're in the business of having to say no a lot to entrepreneurs, but that doesn't mean, and I, I make this case all the time to entrepreneurs, I try to stress to them, it doesn't, you know, it's like dating. You know, it's not you, it's me. Uh, <laughs> I wish you the best of luck. I really hope that you succeed. I'm not rooting for your failure. It's just not in my sweet spot. So unfortunately, we have to say a no. We have to say no a lot because what may be impressive to somebody else isn't as impressive uh, to us or, or fit into our specific criteria. But I am I am bombarded like any other professional investor. I, I have the pleasure of getting to meet and see tons of innovative things all the time, and I have the privilege to get to invest in in a couple of them. Now, when you speak on uh, Tuesday at 11.15 on the topic of the Ten Commandments of funding your business, based on what you just told us, you're going to address uh, funding a business even if you're not the one who's funding the business. Yeah. I mean, we want to give advice to entrepreneurs because, you know, we always joke that I, I always say investors are like snowflakes. Like, it's not like we all speak with the same mind or we look at the th things with the same lens. So every investor is and, and should look at things through a different set of perspectives. And there are, I think, a certain common set of principles that every entrepreneur should know 
before they pitch an investor, you never know when you're going to click with that investor. And again, it's like it's like dating. You know, you you date a lot of people. You're looking for one. Um, it doesn't mean the other ones are bad. They're just not for you. So the same thing as you know, for an entrepreneur that's recruiting or, or trying to get investment, you got to keep pitching until you click. But there are a certain set of principles that I think are universal to the pitch and to the approach for funding, and that's what I'm going to kind of try to you know go over on Tuesday because of the nature of the crowd. I have. I have a version of it that ties in a lot, believe it or not, to uh, the Chumash and to Tanakh and stories that we have in our tradition, which aren't usually viewed as entrepreneurial stories. When you look at them through the lens of, believe it or not, pitching a startup, you find a lot of commonality in the traditional stories that we have in our Jewish tradition of some of our avodes and some of our forefathers who and foremothers who were actually, you know, in a certain way, very entrepreneurial. And I'm trying to in a few minutes, I'm going to try to give some of those examples in the context of what, what makes a good you know, startup pitch. So it should be uh, – people have found it interesting in the past, and I hope that this uh, crowd finds it interesting as well. Ben Wieners with us, managing partner at Jump Speed Ventures. Everyone's invited to uh, – I think everyone's invited to participate in the TribeWorks One Day Business Accelerator. Is it, in fact, open to all? As far as I know, I mean, there's yeah. a link on the website to, to register, and I believe it's still open. So, uh, and and yeah. though, based on what you just told us, I mean, those in the not-for-profit world would also benefit from a lot of these sessions. Oh uh, yeah, you, the the schedule is on the website. So if you look at the view schedule, there's a tab there, and you can see if you want to participate, you can see what the different uh, topics are going to be. There are breakout sessions in the afternoon, and it's a it's a good way for anybody who's thinking of coming to evaluate, you know, whether it's for them or not, and and what they could gain potentially from. Uh, the different sessions, I mean, there's a, a tremendous, for, for a first-time event, I give a lot of credit to the organizers, um, some of whom are, are friends of mine. They've done a, an amazing job of assembling a really interesting roster of people that will be speaking. I'm not talking about myself, but obviously the other people that are speaking. Uh, and some of the breakout sessions are being led by really interesting people from different parts of uh, business and professional life. So there's a lot of different topics that are going to be touched on there, and I think it should be really applicable to a wide range of people. Uh, Tribeworks.org, everybody. Tribeworks, W-O-R-K-S, Tribeworks.org for information. By the way, as you just alluded to, a very impressive list of sponsors and organizations and companies behind this effort. I guess that, again, speaks to uh, people out there in the business world understanding the need for a conference like this. Yeah, and note that, you know, there's a lot, you know, it's men and women. They they, right. they did a great job of assembling a panel and groups of, of not just men, but also women. So it's really open to both sides of the aisle and, and a lot of different people to come. And um, you know, I, I think it just should be noted that I think part of the motivation for starting a, an event like this is that in the firm community and in, in the Orthodox community, you know, maybe 30 years ago, everyone was encouraged to be a doctor or a lawyer by our Jewish mothers and, and fathers. Um, and, and today uh, we need to be aware that there are a lot of other opportunities in business for, for young people and, and even older people to break out of their molds and try entrepreneurial things. And the entrepreneurial journey is a, is a really special thing, and but has its own sort of unique nuances, and, and you sort of need to know certain things before you go into it. And this will hopefully get people a couple steps further ahead. Like, like I say, a one-day accelerator to accelerate and move these skills and capabilities forward for a whole new group of people that are contemplating the entrepreneurial journey. I will I would assume that on Tuesday you will be pitched all day long by different people who want to speak to you. Do you know if there's a a formal part to the pitching? Will there be an opportunity for people to in a more public setting on Tuesday uh, get their uh, get their company or their idea out there and see what the reaction of the uh, potential uh, venture capitalists is? 
So, yeah, there is a link uh, on the site uh, that invites some pitches. Uh, there's going to be a, some sort of pitch competition at the end. Uh, so people, if they have ideas, can look at that link and see if they're relevant for that link. I can tell you, not only not, not only do I know that I will be pitched, I already have been pitched <laughs> by people who, who reached out to me and said, we're going to be seeing you at this conference. Can we already tell you about our, our idea? Um, again, as I said in the beginning, unfortunately, I am limited through my fund uh, to invest in only startups that originate in Jerusalem, Israel. So right. if there are entrepreneurs from Jerusalem who happen to be at the conference, I'm happy to talk to them but and evaluate them. Otherwise, it's just you know free advice from another, you know, my two cents as, not, as an investor uh, to people who are bouncing their ideas off me. Unfortunately, I will probably not be eligible to invest in their ventures, but I'm happy to be there and give advice. And I, I've already sort of set up with a couple people to, to try to have a couple minutes with them to give them my input for, for whatever it's worth. Ben, um, you know, as as I've as I've been involved in this world of of broadcasting over the years, I've asked certain people, and it sometimes sounds like a silly question, uh, because what could people teach you in fifteen twenty seconds? But I've sometimes asked people, do you have a, you know any principles, any you know, solid policies or principles that would you know help me in growing a business, growing this effort, et cetera, et cetera? And I've gotten over the years a couple of really valuable pieces that I repeat very often. If I said to you, Ben Weiner. Is there one piece of information or one piece of advice that you would give generally to entrepreneurs, to the people who are, you know, who are uh, uh, who are listening closely to everything you have to say? Is there one thing that you could say that would be a a good life lesson for this uh, for this uh, arena of life? Uh, there are a lot of different ways I could answer that, but I would say um, you do have to know what you're getting into. The startups look very glamorous from outside. I think you know we need to be aware as we start the entrepreneurial journey, that a lot of this stuff doesn't work out. And it's no fault of the people starting them. It's often uh, the market just isn't ready for what you're trying to do or, or the idea is not fully baked. So just, you know, we read about the successful startups. We don't always read enough about the 97, 96% of things that don't work. Um, so if you, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to start something, you have to make that leap of faith as narrow a leap as possible. You have to do your homework. You have to be understanding of what you're getting into and be well prepared because it's, you know, as exciting as it is when it does succeed, it's, it's you know, only a portion of, of startups do. And you have to get smart about uh, what, what are the characteristics of a successful startup and what are the characteristics of one that doesn't work. And that's, that takes a long time. It's not something that, that uh, you figure out overnight. Right. Plus, uh, I mean, it, it, you know, and frankly, uh, funds and venture capitalists and investors—they they don't always get it right as well. Sometimes they'll 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 pass on something that ends up being a big success, right? That's absolutely right. I'll never forget, and, and I'm a professional investor. I'll never forget when somebody told me seven or eight years ago that they were going to San Francisco for a conference, and all the hotels were sold out, and they were going to stay in someone else's uh, second room in their house, which they had seen on a site called AirBedAndBreakfast.com, and I remember saying. Someone, a stranger is going to let you into their house to sleep, you know, to sleep in the room. I said, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's <laughs> never going to work. And of course, you know, Airbnb is now worth, you know, tens of billions of dollars and, and I'm a fresh, professional investor. So, and, and by the way, if you look at, if you look at Brian Chesky's blog, who's the CEO of Airbnb, he posted recently all the rejection emails that he got from all the mainline VCs until he finally got one that invested. So even the smartest venture capitalists will often, you know, you know, swing and miss on a, on an idea and that's part of the game we're not we're definitely no geniuses and we're definitely not perfect and we're gonna 
like a baseball player, if you hit you know forty percent or fifty percent, you're right. going to be in the Hall of Fame. So right. we're we're going to swing and miss a lot. Yeah, amazing. The the old tenement rows, you know, half a mile of here, are all surviving on Airbnb. It's funny that that you mentioned that this morning. All yeah. right, everybody, triborks.org. That's where you go. You go to that website, triborks.org. An amazing and incredible lineup. I mean, they have some amazing names here that are going to be speaking. The joint session keynote speaker uh, to open the program at 10 o'clock on Tuesday is Howard Jonas being interviewed by Laser Cornwasser. And then the lunch keynote, Dr. Noam Wasserman, professor at USC and Harvard and best-selling author, plus, I mean, tens of, uh, of other speakers. And as Ben mentioned to me off the air, that list continues to grow and grow. Uh, information again, triborks.org. It's happening in Staten Island this coming Tuesday. Ben Wiener is the uh, managing partner at Jump Speed Ventures. Thanks so much for uh, joining me and good luck on Tuesday. Always a pleasure. Thanks a lot, Nachum. Appreciate that. There he is, Ben Wiener, 752, eight minutes before eight o'clock. It is JM in the AM.